Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, folks? Another week has rolled around in the piping world, and yeah, you guessed it, we've got tons to talk about. Plus, we have quite an amazing interview to bring you, yes, following a very exciting new release that is available for pre-order, and we'll get to that. Of course, you can see it already by the title of this week's episode, you probably have a good clue as to who we're talking about. So, yeah, we'll get to that in Topic of the Week. But first of all, let's get through the introduction, shall we? Yes, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are very welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe, and any bagpipe for that matter. So, yes, please do recommend a friend, tell them about our wee show, so we can introduce more people to our incredible music and its amazing people. Yes, also, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. We didn't really mention it in last week's podcast, but... uh, yeah, I have to give it a particular shout this week because you guys have, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but there's a load of great stuff back there on Patreon at the moment. And through the month of June and July, we've got some big stuff planned for Patreon only subs. So, um, yeah, why not? If you want to go and help support the show, you can go and check out our Patreon page, click on support and be a part of the Patreon faithful because you guys are awesome. You really are. Uh, yeah, we've been absolutely flying with the content over there on Patreon. Now, not only do you get episodes of Rab Show Plus and our weekly catch-up of our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, but, uh, yeah, you get exclusive early access to some upcoming episodes and interviews and performances, and uh, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to spoil it and let the cat out of the bag. But yeah, if you are interested in checking that out, then go and have a look at it. It's up on Patreon now. Uh, Yeah, be a part of the Patreon faithful. Help support the show. Get your mitts on tons of extra stuff. Now, also with each and every podcast, we do introduce new folks to what we do. And I have to say, last week's episode actually was a roaring success. I have to say a massive, massive thank you to everyone who downloaded last week. And uh, I hope you all enjoyed it, actually. It was quite an interesting conversation. And uh, hopefully we'll get them back on a future show. Yeah, if you haven't listened to last week's, by the way, then go back, have a listen. Yeah, I know we have well over 200-odd episodes now at this point. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it does pay you to go through the back catalogue sometimes. Yeah, there's a wealth of material there. Uh, in fact, we're still getting messages from people going, Wow, you spoke to Richard Parks? Or, wow, you spoke to Bob Worrell? Or, you know, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah if you do have a particular favorite episode you can always contact us and let us know yeah which easily brings me on to my first section of the podcast like i do every week yeah we start our podcast with listener mail our email address as always is big show at gmail.com that address again big show at gmail.com now i have to say the amount of email we received this past week is all about future things that we're working on 
Yeah, so there hasn't been much in the way of commentary. No questions have been asked or nothing like that. But um, yeah, there's been a lot of ongoing uh, admin behind the scenes in the Big Rab Show at gmail.com. So yeah, we haven't got any listener mail to bring you on this week's podcast, unfortunately. So there you go, just by way of a mention, if you do have any questions, queries or suggestions, then definitely email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. That's where you go and do it. Now, I know what this week's episode is about and who we're going to be talking to pending this big new release that's coming, but there's one such thing I really do want to draw your attention to that we have been getting messages uh, about on social media about this service that we're offering through the Piper's Dojo. And yeah, it's completely for free. We do know that a lot of people have been signing up and using our link and everything on our website. And a lot of ones are coming back to us and thanking us for the recommendation. And I have to say, if you haven't checked it out, then you really are missing a trick. Go and take advantage of it now when it's still there and it's free. Yeah, let's just roll the promo and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Do you ever feel frustrated or stuck with your piping? Despite your huge investment of time, energy, money and passion, you thought you'd be further along by now. But you're struggling. Month after month, year after year to progress. Every piper deserves the feeling of true creative freedom. Every time they pick up their pipes. So why hasn't this happened for you? Why are you still stuck? At the Piper's Dojo, they've developed a step-by-step methodology called the Bagpipe Freedom Process that's proven to offer real solutions to get unstuck with your piping. For Big Rab Show listeners who'd like to try this process, we'd like to offer the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint online course 100% free. The course is catered to your own individual strengths and weaknesses and offers a clear game plan to break free from bagpipe captivity. Whether your instrument just won't cooperate with you or your fingers are holding you back, clear-cut solutions lie ahead. To enrol in the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint for free, simply visit dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab or thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo today. Yes, indeed. There you have it. I have to tell you, yeah, I know the advert does sound a kind of a little bit cheesy, I suppose, but I have to say it, it's 100% true. You know, as all of those claims and everything, it's 100% tailor-made. It's designed to make you unstuck with your plan. And uh, yeah, we've been getting a lot of real positive feedback on that. So yeah, go and take advantage of it. You'll probably hear more about it later in this week's topic of the week. We do talk about it. Uh, so incredible promotion bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo definitely go and check that out all right now with each and every big rab show podcast we always manage to come up with a word of the week and uh this past few weeks yeah the words have been really quite poignant and we've got some comments about that through our twitter feed by the way saying that uh yeah that one of their favorite parts of the show was word of the week so thank you for that and uh yeah if you guys have any suggestions for word of the week of course our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, keeping in mind, we can't actually use any swear words uh, because we're a family show with, with no cursing or nothing. So, yeah, keep it, you know, PG-13 <laughs> and send in your suggestions for word of the week. But this week, uh, as we're dropping this episode on the 2nd of June, I think it's time for word of the week. <laughs> Oh, 
Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Memories. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is Memories. Now, you might think to yourself, what? Memories? Like the song from Cats? Memories! La 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 la! I'm dressed like a cat. No, memories is what we're talking about is we spend so long thinking about when's the gates going to open again? When can we get back playing again? You know, we're looking to the future all the time. But for this past while, myself personally, as I've actually been looking back over previous year's competitions and just looking back and kind of realizing how I took everything for granted. There was some times where I actually kind of thought to myself, Oh, here we go, another competition. Where is it this weekend? How many miles is it? Oh, how long is it going to take to get there? You know, uh, what's the weather going to be like? You know, ah, all of that. And I kind of stressed about it and I moaned and I groaned about it. But here I am now in 2021 and it's what it's everything. It's all I want to do now. It's the weirdest thing. So isn't it great whenever you're considering you can look back at your memories and think that was awesome? But at the time, you thought to yourself, that was horrible. You know, but I remember specifically Lurgan Park. Now, as soon as I mention that, everyone's going, oh, yeah, yeah, here it comes. Lurgan Park, even if you listen back to the episode where we recorded it on the ground in in Lurgan Park, it was, man, what a washout of a competition that was. I have never seen rain like it. I've never seen conditions like it in my days in competing. And, uh, you know... (laughs) Looking back at the time, I thought it was horrible. It was absolutely awful. But now I'm looking at those videos, the photos, and, of course, the podcast. And, yeah, just a big silly smile on my face thinking, I want to do that again. So this week's Word of the Week is Memories. Spend some time this week and look back over your playing career. Uh, Look back at future or past events that your band has been at. And then, obviously, look towards the future. Because looking back at your memories of playing will hopefully provide motivation, a little bit of fire in your belly to be able to lift that instrument again and go, do you know what, I really enjoyed that and I want to do it again. Memories are something that could really help motivate a person and we think, yeah, this past week I've certainly been delving through the archives looking back at memories from way back. Yeah, and it's really given me the itch to lift those sticks again. (laughs) I have to be honest, these things are laughing at me. I'll throw them over there. Uh, Yeah, I'm saying they're laughing at me because I tried playing a few sets before I come on to record the pod tonight and my hands just won't move. Anyway, but yeah, memories. This week's Word of the Week. There you go. Like I said, if you do have a suggestion for your own Word of the Week, then definitely send them in to us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you, of course. Uh, Questions, comments, uh, suggestions, or yeah, Words of the Week, indeed. Now, one of our most beloved sections of the show, of course, is, you guessed it, Weekly Drone. And for this past two weeks, we haven't had any Weekly Drones. It's been kind of a, yeah, bit of a drought on the old drone front. Well, we're about to fix that this week. We finally have another Weekly Drone. So, yeah. So without further ado, let's welcome Aaron. Aaron, what's this week's Weekly Drone? Weekly Drone Sexism Hi Rob and the team 
Since you have had trouble with women getting in touch regarding sexism in the pipe band world, I have decided I will weigh in on the debate. No prizes for guessing what gender I am. Is there a sexism problem in the pipe band world? No. Do certain bands have a problem with sexism? Yes. Is that an issue for the entire pipe band community? No. Is that a problem for a band with a sexism problem? Yes. I am sick to death of this theme coming up in every godforsaken aspect of our lives. Sexism should not be tolerated. No one is arguing against that. It is the same as any form of discrimination. However, it is a fact of life, and human prejudices will not go away. The question shouldn't be, is there sexism in the pipe band world? It should be, how do we deal with discrimination when it arises? A community approach would be far better, but it begins with the individual, then the band, the branch, and then the pipe band world. Certain pipe band media outlets such as podcasts and magazines are not going to solve anything by highlighting unfortunate cases. It raises awareness, but solves nothing. I could go further and state in some cases I have read, they were police cases, not magazine articles. I am happy to write further about discrimination if there is a desire for it on the podcast. Simply say so if you are, as I'm happy to talk about this in a fair and open-minded manner. The Weakling Drawn Ah, Weekly Droner, thank you so much for that, honestly. And yes, it is quite a hot topic, sexism and all the rest. And your comments are definitely very welcome, so thank you very much for that. Um, I have to say, you did say, you know, if you want to write further on discrimination and things, then certainly, yes, get your thoughts and feelings into us. We really want to know your commentary and, yeah, your thoughts on discrimination in the piping world. Sexism is just one way that we can discriminate, I suppose, and if anything, with this being Pride Month and everything, we are aware of a lot of different articles being published online on the very topic of discrimination, being in all of its forms. If anything, I just want to give a shout at this point to an article that was published on PipesDrums.com about extending an open invitation for everyone. Yeah, the headline actually says, Don't wait for a secret knock on the clubhouse door. So, yeah, they talk about that there isn't exactly a problem with discrimination in the piping world. If someone was to appear at a band hall or, you know, practice for that matter, they would never be turned away. But the fact is, is that the piping world in general is not engaged in outreach. You know, they, they don't actually go out into all communities to recruit people. The piping world in itself is very insular and does look inwards a lot. And this article talks about that. The piping world is the piping world and never branches out anything further from that. 
And, yeah, we do agree with the article that was published on PipesDrums.com saying that, yeah, the piping world does need to be more, uh, you know, outreaching, I suppose, and looking outwards to what's going on in the world and recruit people into what we do rather than just recruiting internally. Yeah. So with that in mind, we, you know, we reported last week about the brand new pipe band that was created called the City of Angels Pipe Band. And in their raison d'etre, there's that word again, yeah, that they are actively trying to recruit people from minority communities, but also people of all LGBTQ+. And this is in their mission statement. The whole purpose of their band is to outreach. It's really quite fascinating. So, yeah, whenever we're talking about sexism, discrimination, all of that kind of thing, it really does fall into the recent article that was published by PipesDrums.com. Quite fascinating. And if anything... Yeah, we completely agree with the article that was published on PipesDrums.com. Very well written, and uh, yeah, possibly couldn't have said it any better. You know, regardless of the colour of your skin, your nationality, or your sexual identity, it doesn't matter, you know? And that's it, and ourselves in the piping scene have to be more outreaching, I suppose, rather than looking inwards, you know, and expecting everyone to come to us. No, let's take our music and throw it out there to the world and say, look how awesome this is. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. Ourselves here in the podcast, when we're talking about the issue of sexism, we're not doing it to kind of point the finger and go, oh, look at that terrible episode, or oh, look at this terrible moment, and shining a light on something that was really negative. What we're trying to do is discuss the issue and say, right, does this exist or does it not? And if it does in some bands or in some cases, then what can we do to rectify it? How can we fix it? How can we be more outreaching in this case? It's quite an interesting topic and one that's been incredibly difficult for us to approach and actually have engagement with. We do find that this is part of the story and we were planning on bringing this as a future episode of the podcast with the reluctance of people to be involved. So I have to say, Weekly Droner, whoever you are, your willingness to be able to write on the topic and all the rest, absolutely. We want to know more. And yes, if you have an opinion, thoughts, feelings, on anything that we've discussed on the podcast or that we will discuss in future, then please do get in contact with us. Our email address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Or, of course, you can do like our weekly droner has just done and contact us through Weekly Drone, which is thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. There you are. Yeah, we do believe that the pipe band world is an inclusive world. There is no real barriers to lifting the instrument. And it may fall to some individual bands who may have some discriminatory kind of viewpoints. You never know. I'm not talking for any particular band in question at all. In case anyone's trying to say, oh, Rab's pointing fingers. But no, (laughs) I'm certainly not. Uh, But yeah, we want to know your guys' opinions on this because we will be producing a future show on this topic of sexism. So thank you. To Weekly Drone there, whoever you are. Uh, yeah, very, very interesting Weekly Drone this week, I think. Yeah, there you are. As always, guys, you can send us in your emails, your thoughts and opinions. If this is stuff that Rab got wrong, stuff that Rab got wrong, then definitely let us know. I am very happy to be wrong. So, yeah, email me in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. There you go. All right, it's at this point of the show then, I think I might take a wee break at this point before we get into the news and updates and stuff. And we've got a lot of it to get through, folks. So before we get into this week's topic of the week, 
don't worry, we will get there. But there's been so much happening in the piping scene this past week. Yeah, I need a breather before we can get into this. There's so much, man. <laughs> the British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features, developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBE. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade. Made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none. Contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing. Ah, yes. Welcome back. Do you know, I, I did need that wee breather, if I'm honest. Yeah, quite a heavy topic there from Weekly Drone. And we don't shy away from it either, I have to say. You know, some folks are saying, oh, if I send this in on Weekly Drone, you're never going to include it in the show. Nonsense. We'll include it if we can. You know, there has been some topics, of course, that have been accusationary, you know, pointing fingers and saying it's all this guy's fault or, you know, something like that. We can't really broadcast them kind of dealios because we can't stand over them. Uh, That plus we will not broadcast any swearing or effing and jeffing because we will definitely edit that if we can. Uh, But, yeah, send in your weekly drones. No matter the topic, your thoughts, your feelings, even if you think they're very extreme and nobody wants to listen to you, well... Yeah, send them in anyway, you know. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. That's where you do it. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the news and updates, shall we? Now, I have to give a huge mention at the start, yeah, of our news and updates this week to the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland, who were holding their online recital festival this week. And it's actually still going right now (laughs) as I'm taping this. Uh, So, yeah, I have to give a special mention to all of our pipers who basically had all of their recitals take place on Monday the 31st. So just behind us. So shout out to Finlay Frame, Ben Moore, Callum Brown, Kenneth McFarland... Isla Stout. Go on, Isla. Good friend of the show. Uh, Alistair McLean and Bradley Parker. So, yeah, congratulations to all of you guys. Put on one heck of a show. It started at 10 a.m. and finished about 8 p.m. So that's quite a lot of piping entertainment there. Myself, personally, I managed to catch Finlay and Ben and a little bit of Callum Brown there before I get pulled away to do something else. I didn't manage to catch Isla's, unfortunately, or Alistair's or Bradley's or any of those guys. So, yeah, I'm kind of... Yeah, bummed about that. But hey, there we go. That's what happens with live events. You do happen to miss these things. But yeah, congratulations, guys. As far as I understand, that's you pretty much finished now with the RCS, as they call it. Uh, so yeah, if you yeah are celebrating <laughs> finishing your education at the RCS, uh, yeah, definitely get in contact with us. We'd love to know what the future holds for you. Indeed. Well... And it's swiftly moving on. Speaking of what's in, in store for some of our graduates then, I have to give a shout to Isla. Isla Stout, of course, her book is available for pre-order now. The Stout Collection. We might have mentioned it at least a dozen times here in the show. So, yeah, go and pre-order it now. 
just by way of a shameless plug, there was also a mention, of course, about a launch event at Pipe and Live. We are still currently waiting on an announcement for Pipe and Live, which we had hoped that had been happened by now, but it hasn't. We're waiting, Pipe and Live. What's going on? Yeah, we are waiting on an update from Pipe and Live this week to tell us what's happening at the festival, the lineup, and everything. <sighs> Yeah, so that'll probably be on next week's podcast. <laughs> but we were hoping that it'll be on this week's, but it hasn't happened yet. But yeah, shout out to Isla, whose brand new book, The Stout Collection, is available for pre-order now. Go and grab it. Of course, you had Karen's book from last week. You can go and grab copies of it as well. So many great new, new books coming out, man, including the one that we're going to be talking about in this week's Topic of the Week. Anyway... Let's fly on. I have to give a shout this week to the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, who are running a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a competition, I suppose. Yeah, they are asking all emerging composers to get in contact with them. Emerging composers of Scotland's stories is a fantastic opportunity to write for Scotland's only concert pipe band. We are calling out for commissions for emerging composers aged between eighteen and twenty-five from both inside and out of the piping community, in response to the theme of Scotland's stories. I love this. Now, apparently, they're particularly welcome applications from people of colour, disabled people, women, and the LGBTQ plus community. Deadline for your applications is the 2nd of July, and for more information, go and check out the National Piping Centre website, or, of course, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, and all their points of contact on social media. That's where you go to do it. So, if you fancy yourself as a little bit of a composer, or a ranger, for that matter, and get the opportunity to compose for the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, then there's your opportunity. You have to be aged 18 to 25 to take part. That's the stipulation. So, hey, why not? What an incredible opportunity, actually. Yeah, it's just a shame I'm in my 40s. (laughs) Anyway, moving on, I have to give a mention and a big shout this week to Drums and Roses. Go on, Drums and Roses! Yeah, of course, we had them on a previous podcast. Uh, We chatted to the guys on the road as they were back on the road again following the easing of lockdown restrictions. Well, they published a little bit of a news story saying, well, they need your help. Earlier in the year, the band recorded a brand new album, but they don't have a name for it yet. And they want you guys out there to suggest a name for it. Yeah, so go along to their social media on Facebook, Twitter, all those places. And yeah, all you have to do is suggest a name for the album and like the post and do all that Facebooky stuff. And yeah, you never know. Your suggested title for the new Drums and Roses album could be the new, the new title. So there you are. Go and check it out. Shameless plug for Drums and Roses who have a new album, but they just need a title. And they're asking you guys to suggest one. The, I think that's a pretty awesome competition, actually. So there you go. Yeah, you could call it anything. I don't know. Uh... Banana trumpet. I've not. <laughs> Penguin umbrella. I don't know. You could call it anything random. You never know. You might win. That would be funny, actually. Penguin umbrella by Drums and Roses. <laughs> what? Penguin umbrella? Okay. Yeah. And I, honest to goodness, I don't, I'm not drinking. Yeah. Okay. Move on to the next news story, right? All right, the, the New Zealand Police Pipe Band had a bit of an exciting announcement there on May the 28th where they've announced. Yeah a new addition to their lineup. The New Zealand Police Pipe Band are delighted to announce that it has secured the services of internationally renowned drum sergeant Olaf Good. There you are. Originally from the Netherlands, Olaf has made waves competing with bands around the world and also his solo 
competition work and everything in the world solos i have to say i know olaf really as a drummer with bog hall uh, and he also i think he played with strathclyde as well so yeah it's just awesome to see that he's made the jump now to the new zealand polis and yeah i wish olaf the very best i can't wait to see what he brings to the back line there at new zealand place very exciting new appointment there so yeah congratulations on that and to everyone in new zealand place this is exciting times guys olaf will do incredible work i have no doubt so yeah Best of luck, mate. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Yeah. And also, speaking of congratulations and stuff, I have to give a mention to Scott Curry. Scott Curry Music, of course. Scott Curry Limited, I should say. Yeah, they're celebrating 12 years in business. 12 years, man. Am I really that old? I remember when Scott actually launched the business. Wow, that's 12 years. I, I can't believe that. So, yeah, shout out to scottcurrylimited.com for all of your yeah piping and drumming needs, of course. 12 years in the business. Fantastic stuff. Good mate of the show. Shout out to Scott. Happy birthday, Scott Curry Limited. There you go. I think that, what's the tagline? The world's local pipe band shop. I think <laughs> I think that's the tagline. I could possibly be wrong. That's stuff that Ram got wrong. But, yeah, happy birthday, Scott Curry. There you go. 12 years in the business now i have to give a little bit of a mention this week just because he's a mate of the show shout out to drum major jason price jason price absolute legend he managed to attain his master's degree with a distinction so just wanted to give him a bit of a shout this week because he's been working like crazy and it's brilliant to see his success uh from the academic standpoint so congratulations to jason master's degree with distinction an incredibly clever man. There you are, as well as an amazing drum major. Shout out to Jason. You're awesome. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> do you know, we're giving all sorts of congratulations and stuff. This is awesome. I love doing this. So if you do have a particular congratulations and that you'd love to send in, then definitely let us know. Again, our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Also, I have to give a bit of a mention to Heron Valley. Yeah, this past weekend, they were involved in a bit of a music festival that actually happened in the UK. It was outdoors. Everyone was socially distant and stuff, but it was awesome to see trad music back on stage again. So the guys at Heron Valley were part of the Capers and Canuck festival and... I've seen photos, I've seen videos, I've heard recordings. It just looked as if it was the best time. Everyone with big silly smiles on their faces. Even the guys who are supposed to be grumpy. You know, the lighting guy, the sound guy, you know, (laughs) the stage managers. The people that are supposed to be grumpy turned out to be incredibly happy. So, yeah, all sorts of happy to see Heron Valley back on stage again. And the resurgence of little festivals and stuff. Yeah. I think actually, as I'm recording this, I think Ali Hutton and Ross Ainsley are involved in a festival up in Perth tonight, actually. I think it's being live streamed as I'm taping this right now. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to those guys. I hope they have an amazing, amazing time. It's just brilliant to see gigs returning, man. You know, I have to say also, if you are aware of any gigs coming up in the future and stuff, and you would like us to talk about it on the show, then let us know. Uh, email address bigrabshow@gmail.com. We'd love to hear them. Indeed. All right, I have to give a mention this week again. Another huge congratulations to John Do, who was the overall winner at the online Athol gathering. Now this. Whew, It's absolutely brilliant. So I have to say, well done to John. It's an absolutely incredible feat. It's, yeah, fantastic stuff. Whenever you look at the playing field and who was actually involved in the whole thing, whew, 
it was yeah not an easy thing to accomplish so well done to john uh so picking up the overall title i think he won the hornpipe and jig and the msr which i think lifted him the title over all mathematically i think that's how it worked out so for full information on the results and stuff go to bagpipe.news they have all of the listings of who won what so there you are congratulations to john champion of the athol gathering not a bad yeah not a bad way to spend your weekend john <laughs> fantastic stuff and also i have to give a mention to kyle howie as well uh who uploaded his performances actually from the athol gathering it's up there now on his youtube channel well worth checking out okay now i have to give a little mention this week to wapal the western australian police pipe band who have advertised Quite an awesome opportunity. Yes, their pipe major, Alistair McLaren, first dropped the news on the 31st, but then shortly after that we discovered it was advertised on the WAPOL social media themselves. Now, I'll read you this verbatim, and I'll tell you exactly what to expect here. The job opportunity that they're offering is offering is a pipe band snare drummer. They're looking for one or two of them. There will be a full-time position becoming available shortly here in the Grade 1 WAPOL pipe band, There you go. And so this opportunity is for someone who is self-driven, enjoys performing in all different formats, can work as part of a team environment on a daily basis and is looking to gain experience working in other areas of a police force. So for expressions of interest, they have to contact the pipe major, alistair.mclaren at police.wa.gov.au. There's a lot of dots in there. Wow. But for more information, just go and check out WAPL, of course, on their social media. They're interested in hearing from everyone who wants to take up this role of snare drummer in the Wapol band. Now, they have to put in a precursor here that all travel expenses to Perth must be covered by the applicant themselves. Now, yeah, so for those of us living in the UK that might want to go and travel to Australia, that might be... Well, yeah, pretty penny, but obviously once you pay your way out there and if you're successful and you get the job, then this could be a whole new career. Now, we do know a lot of folks who've went out and played in Wapol for a few years and, you know, have enjoyed it. And uh, so, yeah, I can't recommend it enough, actually. It's a fantastic band and a great bunch of fellas and girls, for that matter. What an amazing band. What an amazing opportunity. So thank you to Wapol for this. And, uh, yeah, we will... Keep our eyes on that to see who actually is successful, who gets the post. Hmm. Indeed. Now, there's been a little bit of negative news, I suppose, in the piping world this last while, especially in the solo piping scene. Yeah, the Argyleshire Gathering and the Northern Meeting have both had to pull the plug. Now, this is, yeah, we kind of seen it coming. We were waiting on announcements to hear whether it was going to go ahead or not. And the organising committee of both events have said, of course, because of the ongoing uncertainty created about the coronavirus epidemic, then they've had to pull the plug and look forward to next year. Now, the decision kind of flies in the face of some other events that do continue and be it in an online format there's been a lot of grumblings online recently saying that online competitions have had their day and perhaps they need to disappear for a while because people are becoming jaded with them now there's that viewpoint where people absolutely hate them and they're like oh come on that's enough now but there is also those who really love them like we just mentioned there about john do taking the championships there at the athol gathering that was all sorts of awesome. And the amount of incredible playing that was as part of that event. Whew. 
I have to say it was as good as any in-person event. You know, the standard was sky high. But that being said, there are those out there who are sceptical about these online events and the value of them and think that they've possibly ran their time and if you can't run an event in person, then don't run it at all. So I'd be interested to know your guys' opinion on this. What are your thoughts on online solo competitions? Do you think that we've had enough of them now? Uh, do Do you think we should pull the plug on them or should we keep them going? Because... It's the only thing that's keeping people playing at the moment. There is definitely two sides of thought here. And so, yeah, if it was me and you're asking for my opinion, well, I think we should continue them. You know, there's no harm. I don't know. What's to gain by doing nothing? Do something. Do you know what I mean? At least keep the music playing in some sort of a format rather than sitting back and waiting. But hey, it's disappointing to see that the Argyleshire Gathering and the Northern Meeting will not go ahead this year. And we are starting to see other events following suit, taking the exact same advice and just not going ahead. Disappointing as it is, it is what it is. So again, we want to know your opinions. BigRabShow at gmail.com. As always, send it in to us and we'll bring it here to the show. Alrighty. I have to give a mention this week then to the Brisbane Boys College who are going to be holding a solo piping and drumming competition on Saturday the 19th of June. Now as far as I understand this will actually be an in-person event. Yeah, this will be held on Saturday 19th of June and for more information you can get that all on the Brisbane Boys College social media and there is links and everything for you to go and buy tickets for it I think because you can actually watch it online. But the event itself as far as I understand, is being held in person. So, yeah, for more information on that competition, the solo piping and drumming event, then go and have a look at it. Brisbane Boys College. And as I say, the date for your calendar is the 19th of June. Awesome stuff. All right, let's move on to another little news story. I have to give a mention this week to the RSPBA themselves. Yes, our good old friends there in RSPBA headquarters. They dropped a little bit of news for us. Well... Not really news as such, but more guidance. Yeah, the guidance on social distancing across the UK and they tried to dispel any of the myths and the misunderstandings. Yeah, they broke it down by region, by England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland and what the restrictions mean for each band or each person that's going to be hopefully heading back to practice. I have to say, this is kind of a follow-up to what was provided earlier i think previous week they also did a similar thing about this about ongoing social distancing needs and stuff but this one is telling people to prepare in advance for practices and what steps bands can take for providing ventilated spaces you know space for your musicians and stuff and also like one-way systems and things and hand sanitization and extra face masks if needed and all of this Quite interesting reading. It's probably all stuff that we already know, however. But uh, yeah, it's good advice for those who are looking to go back to band practice and have no idea where to start. Go and have a look at it. RSPBA.org, of course. It's the big news story that's up there. And uh, yeah, there's some good advice in here. Although I have to say, a lot of this advice is possibly already well known in the piping scene by now. But it's good to see that the RSPBA are ticking the onus and providing this guidance if required. There you are. So shout out to RSPBA uh, providing us information on how to prepare in advance for your band practice. Uh, We do know there are some bands that are heading back to practice. So again, if you're one of those bands that we want to hear from you, let us know that you're going back to practice. 
again, that email address. I keep shelling that email address, don't I? I keep spitting it out there. I'm sure you're sick of me saying it. But that's where you do it. We want to hear from you. Alrighty. Moving on to the next news story. Shout out to Johnstone Pipe Bands. Yeah, Johnstone, of course, the grade one extraordinaire. They are looking for two tenor drummers and a snare drummer. Now, this is quite an awesome opportunity. Johnstone Pipe Band, of course, are a huge organization with a massive wealth of a talent pool to pull from. This is a golden opportunity for anyone who's ever wanted to be a part of the Johnstone Pipe Band. Two tenors and a snare drummer, and they want to hear from you. So, reading the advert in full, they say they're looking to return to normality with positivity and they're looking for a small amount of players to complement their already strong drum corps. They're looking for a highly motivated individual who can flourish, of course, if you're a tenor drummer, or be a well-established snare line player. If interested, you can contact their lead tipper, Les Gilbraith, or, of course, the pipe major, Keith, Keith Bowes. And, uh, yeah. They want to hear from you. You can contact Johnstone Pipe Band through their social media if you do want to take advantage of that. There you are. Now, there's been a little bit of a sneaky announcement with not much information, but a little bit. But I suppose it's early doors yet. I have to give a mention to the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year 2021. Yes, it has penciled in for... When you hear this... October. Yes, I know this is June and we're talking about October already. But yeah, the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year event 2021 will be happening on October 1st and October 2nd. So get those dates in your diary, folks. And with a bit of luck ourselves here on the Big Rab Show, we'll be providing the live streaming for that event as well. Hopefully, with a bit of luck. You never know. We were involved in last year's event, I have to say. It was simply incredible watching all of those amazing, talented young pipers absolutely awesome I, you know it was an absolute privilege to be involved in it and uh yeah we're very looking forward to 2021 uh, the new zealand young piper of the year so by way of a shameless plug that's to look forward to in october yeah now we have seen various different pipe bands across northern ireland the uk and all the rest that are going back to practice and we are starting to see little photographs little selfies little videos and stuff creeping in we do know a lot of bands are going to sound ropey. Alright, I'm going to throw that out there now. We are not expecting perfection. We are not expecting you to be hitting the ground running with blistering sound, absolutely pristine playing. No, nothing like that. We just want to catch up with you guys and see that you're all there back playing the music again. That's all it is. So a shout out to Listen to Mulligan Pipe Band, by the way. Listen to Mulligan! Back at it again this past week. Uh, there's been also there's been a number of pipe bands actually, so I'm going to start naming names. People's going to get upset that I didn't mention them, but hey, there's been so many different bands who are getting back to playing again. It's just brilliant to see. So if you are going back to practice again, then let us know. We want to hear about it. So message us in bigrabshow at gmail dot com, and we'll certainly give you a shout on the podcast. Yeah. Alrighty. Now next little bit of a news story. Bagpipers across the UK are being encouraged on June the 2nd. Yeah, as the sun sets on 2022, June 2nd, pipers are encouraged to help celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Yes, there's been a tune written by Stuart Little, of course, Pipe Major of Inverary, and organisers of the celebrations have asked pipers to learn the tune and play it at sunset on June the 2nd, 2022, to help mark, uh, to help mark the occasion. 
So the tune itself is a 6-8 called Deu Ragnar. This is stuff that Rag got wrong. Oh my god, I just butchered that. Yeah, Ragnar, Deu Ragnar. I, I can't speak Latin. Sorry, folks. So, yeah, it's Latin for long to reign. There you are. The tune was composed by Stuart Little as part of the piping element for a larger, wider tribute, which is going to be happening across the UK. So they're giving you well over a year's worth of notice to get the tune learnt, actually register that you're going to be taking part, and then, on the 2nd of June next year, play at sunset. Yeah, so if you do want to be part of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations, then there you are. June 2nd next year and get Stuart's tune learnt. Now for more information of course you can go and check out the Big Rab Show on Facebook. We've shared out all the details. Of course you can also go and have a look at bagpipe.news. They've published the story along with the sheet music and everything. Along with a recording of course by Dan Nevins. Dan I think actually recorded the tune just for this actual article and everything so... Yeah, I have to say it's brilliant to see even, you know, some of the big organisations in the piping scene are helping support this, such as the Piping Centre, the RSPBA themselves, the Scottish Piper Society and the Northumbrian Piper Society as well. So, yeah, quite an exciting thing to be involved in and it doesn't cost you anything. So do register your interest, of course, get the tune, learn it, have a go at it. Uh, Yeah, I might have a go at this myself, actually, not considering I have a year to learn this. I haven't actually started learning any six eights yet, so this could be one for me to tackle, perhaps. So, Andrew, if you're listening, I might have a look at, I might have a wee look at this one. Now, anyway, <laughs> that's me sending messages to my pipe tutor right there. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, I might have a look at that. The Queen's Jubilee, Queen's Platinum Jubilee, sorry, happening on the second of June next year, and they're asking pipers to help mark the occasion. There you are. So, I have to give a mention as well to the Hawthorne Pipe Band. Go on, Hawthorne! Yeah, as part of the Melbourne Tartan Festival, Hawthorne will be on stage plus special guests. And this is all sorts of exciting. This will be from the Hawthorne Arts Centre on the 17th of July. Tickets are available online now through the MelbourneTartanFestival.com.au. Go and grab them now. If you are in the area at all, please go and see Hawthorne. I am... It's absolutely gutted that it's happening and we can't join in internationally, of course. But, um, yeah, I don't know if there's any plans for live streaming or anything like that, you know, for folks to buy tickets online. No idea. <sighs> I'm absolutely gutted, but hey, I have to say, I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, Hawthorne Pipe Band know how to put on one heck of a blistering performance. And now that they've also said that they have special guests joining them as well... Mm, yeah, now apparently they're going to be adding a mix of traditional pipe band music with some folk inspirations, is what they've put on their advertisement. So, um, yeah, intrigued, Hawthorne. I'm intrigued. So, yeah, shout out to the guys at Hawthorne. Going to be on stage on the 17th of July. This is all sorts of exciting. And, uh, yeah, I just hope there's going to be some sort of online content from this with a bit of luck. There you are. Go and grab tickets for it. Don't be disappointed. Go and get it now. I, yeah, as soon as I know any information for live streaming and such, I will definitely let you know about that. But that's very exciting news. There you are. All right, I have to give a little mention then about an ongoing promotion that's happening with Maverick Chanters. Have you guys seen this? Now, you guys know Maverick Chanters, of course. They're the guys who produce these multicolored chanters that are simply beautiful. 
Uh, I can't even tell you what kind of wood they're made out of, but they're all they're multicolored and they're just absolutely beautiful chanters, practice chanters for that matter. So shout out to Maverick. They're running an online competition through their social media at the minute where you can win a practice chanter on them. So yeah, all you have to do is do your usual Facebooky stuff, your like, your share, your blah blah blah, and choose your color. And yeah, you could win a chanter absolutely for nothing. Now, of course, this is not a competition for drummers, uh, because the practice chanter might not be much use to you. But, hey, if you do want to enter, though, go ahead. It's up there now. Maverick Chanters. Go and check them out. Your opportunity to win yourself a free chanter. Indeed. Now, you've waited till this long in the podcast, and you, my friend, deserve a medal. I did tell you there's been a lot of news and updates this week, and possibly we didn't get to them all. One last news story I do want to get to. We were talking about it on last week's pod, where we talked about the National Piping Centre and their crowdfunder, and they had actually extended it so they could scan more books and actually digitise more. Well, they managed to close their crowdfunder at 34 So they're going to be able to digitise the archives of Pipe and Times, Pipe and Today, and now the International Piper as well. Now this is absolutely incredible. What a wealth of information. We have really achieved something here, folks. You know, the piping scene have kind of illustrated their love for this and preserving all of this history. So, yeah, I am absolutely a fan of this. I'm so happy to see that the crowdfunder, uh, you know, was beyond successful. <laughs> it's great to see such support. So thirty-four grand, not to be sneezed at. And, yes, as soon as we hear any details about publication and stuff uh, of these uh, records and that where you can go and check them out, then we will definitely let you know. Now, a statement, of course, from Finlay MacDonald said, We are delighted and overwhelmed with the response of the public, and it shows the high regard that these titles hold with the piping community worldwide. We look forward to seeing the project come together over the next few months. So, yeah, we are interested to hear more for sure. So we will definitely let you know as soon as there's any more details from the National Piping Centre and where you can get access to these. Because, yeah, that'll be a treasure trove of information, I'm sure. Alrighty. So, yes, like I said, that was the final news story. Let's get to it then. The reason why you're possibly tuning into this week's episode is to hear all about this upcoming release from this guy, Mr. Andrew Douglas. Yeah. But now it's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com, your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gallic-themed kilts and uniforms to R.G. Hardy and Henderson bagpipes, LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With R.G. Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. McClellan Bagpipes, from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan, from Euston, Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. 
including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. And you know, I love that cup of tea, man. <laughs> uh, every week, you know, I, I have a break and I go and have a cup of tea and I sit down and then I forget. and I go, Oh, crap, I have a podcast to do. And so I've been sitting in the house drinking tea, which took over half an hour. So, uh, deadly. Time runs away from you sometimes. Anyway, and th- sometimes I blame TikTok. I can get sucked into looking at TikToks. And before I know it, like half an hour is gone. Anyway, moving on. This week's topic of the week. We have Andrew Douglas, who is releasing a brand new book. And I have to say, I'm an absolutely huge fan of this. I, of course, managed to get a pre-release copy of it to kind of so I can read the thing and actually digest it ahead of this interview. And honestly, it's absolutely outstanding. And I was very excited, actually, to chat to Andrew about this and the inspiration behind the book and all of it. And you're about to hear it now. So let's welcome to the podcast... Mr. Andrew Douglas. So, welcome to the podcast, a guy who's pretty familiar to a lot of folks in the piping scene, Andrew Douglas. How are you, sir? Are you well? I'm doing really well. How are you? The best, mate. The best, yeah. It's a Saturday evening here. I've just ate my own body weight in Chinese. It's brilliant. Ooh, I did that last <laughs> night. I did that last night. We've got, we've got these, uh, do you have them in, in um, the UK, the sushi bowl places where you get like a, it's like a big bowl full of sushi ingredients. Ooh, no, but I like the sound of that. It's, it was fantastic. I, I wasn't sure I was going to like it, and it was really, really good. So, uh, nice, nice. There you well, go. You know, me and you could sit and talk about food, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> mine was a curry chip. It was very glamorous. Uh, but there's a great reason we, why we have you on the pod this week. It's because you have quite an exciting new release coming out now. Uh, a brand new book, of all things, Andrew. Exactly. Yeah. You want to tell us about this? Where did this come from? Well, uh, it, it's funny. Um, I've always intended to someday write a book, and of course, um, uh, of course, COVID has sort of uh, got us all in our homes. Would not so much. I wouldn't say I've had a lot of spare time, but uh, it's it's been a very focused time. You know, I haven't been I haven't been back and forth to Scotland playing in the band, and I I haven't been doing too much out in the world. So I was able to kind of sit down and focus. And, and I, I also really feel like myself and my team at, at Dojo University, we've really started to turn the corner in so far as mm-hmm. uh, exactly, exactly what should a learning Piper do if, if they're beginning, or I think most common or, or the real reason the book was written is like, I think a lot of Pipers find themselves a bit stuck and they don't yeah. real they don't really know how to get unstuck. They don't know, you know, exactly how far they have to go back in order to correct some of the problems that they're experiencing. So, uh, so I finally had all the pieces. So I decided to sit down and do the book. I also, by the way, mm-hmm. shout out to Camille, uh, yeah, so, sometimes Camille. sometimes known as Aussie Broad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I've gotten to know Camille a bit, and she's just she helped me write the book in a way that's far more more coherent than it would have been if I tried to do it on my own. So uh so I found a I found a co-author as well which was which might have been what really set the book in motion and and actually gave it a chance. Yeah. 
I see. So Camille sort of gave it that final shove, Andrew, to get it produced. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so we had you on previous shows. Where we were talking about all your work at the dojo. We also talked about your new music that you were releasing and everything. And uh, now a brand new book. So, yeah, before we get into the, the actual book and what it all contains and stuff, that, do you, I don't know, how much time do you have? You seem to churn out so much stuff, Andrew. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, well, I, uh, let's see. I don't have that much time, especially we've got, we've got two young kids as well. So what I, what I try to do is um, what I try to do is make the most of every bit of time that I can. And um, I'm, I may be a bit of a, I, I might be a bit of a nerd in that respect where I, uh, I listen to a lot of books on tape and I read a lot of books and a lot of them have to do with entrepreneurial type things like, you know, how, how to actually make the most of your time. And, and I also have developed a great team of people at the dojo as well. So, so um, mm -hmm. things that might take up a, a lot of time for a standard bagpipe teacher don't take quite as much time for me because I've got great support behind me uh, helping, helping make things happen. There you go. You see, um, we've took a leaf out of your book as well because it used to be just me doing all of this. But thankfully now I've got a bunch of folks behind me who help a big deal. Yeah. Well, the background you've got there is incredible. I know, it's, it's pretty wonderful. slick, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not me, by the way. Shout out to Aaron. Yeah, the voice of the weekly drone done this. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So I want to get into it then. Um, now, this sits outside. I have to say, we've been promoting now for a number of weeks now to our listeners about BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo and the service that we're offering, offering over there, which is free. Sign up. It's tailor-made. All that stuff. You guys have already heard the promo at the start of the podcast. But this sits well outside of that. And it sort of is a standalone book that you can buy, have in your hand, and take it with you basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is for uh, one of the objectives when we wrote the book was, you know, if, if you're not the type of person that wants to sign up for lessons with us, yeah. uh, I, I think if you're motivated, you can read in this book, everything that we have to offer and um, it can really springboard you to success. If you just follow the basic, uh, the basic process um, that's my hope in, in releasing the book that it'll help a lot of folks who are self-starters. There you go, indeed. And if anything, we're going to get into the book now because, you know, I'm a learner. I have been learning since, what, October what, 2019, I think. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm now starting to make that jump from practice chanter onto pipes now, and I'm finding it quite difficult. And obviously, having <laughs> the pandemic and stuff doesn't help either because there's no hands-on thing. So things like this is really invaluable. Uh, so there's three parts to the book, and I've read it. I've seen it, a kind of a pre-production copy, full disclosure. Yeah, and, well, uh, you know, and, and before, I just want to say how honored I am that you, you took the time and you, you hmm. read through it and you came back with some great thoughts. And so uh, not only are you an important piping personality, but because you're a learning piper, I was thrilled to hear your feedback. Well, so thanks, yeah. thanks again for doing that. No problem, man. And I, suppose I actually gained quite a lot from this. And uh, so there's three parts all together that encompass the whole book. Part one, rethinking how to learn the bagpipes. And that's right at the very beginning. So you rethink about how you learn. Do you want to talk to us about that first part, first of all? Yeah. Well, the big idea is that um, I, think, I think there's a lot of preconception. Um, and there's like a, 
uh, the, the right word's not coming to me, but there's a stereotypical way that you learn the bagpipes. Yeah. And 98% uh, of us kind of all, all learned the same way, myself included. And, and that way is definitely not bad, uh, but things can get missed along the way. And what we do at the dojo and, and what I went into in the book is if you look at the way we learn anything, mm -hmm. uh, and I use examples in the book, uh, how I learned CrossFit, uh, how, right. my, yeah. how my daughter learned how to uh, ride her bike. And, um, yeah. and then we talk a little bit about, you know, t uh, learning how to read because most people in the world can read at a very high level mm -hmm. uh, and they can do it mostly, uh, you know, without having to think too much about it. And, you know, there's varying degrees. There's scholars, sure, but, you know, uh, uh, most of us can read at a strikingly high level and, and how do we get there? And we, we kind of dig into that and we look at it and we break it down into some common sense things, which help give us real clarity as to what we should be trying to do yeah. uh, when it comes to learn the bagpipes themselves. Uh, it, it really, for me, it helps decode the puzzle. And I, I think for the, the average learner, mm. uh, it, it, it could be eye opening as well if that makes any sense. Definitely, Andrew, it does. Because this is where it really struck me with the book. Whenever I opened this, I thought, okay, it's a bagpipe instructional. Here we go. How to put hemp on your drones, how to blow the thing. How... No, this thing gives real world, real world examples of how you learned how to do something. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think I mentioned it to you earlier. It, it does dispel the myth. Sometimes people think of bagpipes, this great mysterious instrument that no one can play, you know, but you really do kind of, clear through all of the jargon and all the rest and say, no, just do this thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's exactly right. Um, and I think it would, I think it would be a mistake to talk too much about the details. As a matter of fact, I, I actually took some of the details out of the book and we have, uh, we have um, detailed online resources that we include for free with the book because I didn't want to talk about hemping because I wanted to talk about the idea behind it. Like why, why, do uh, yeah. why is hemp so important? And then I think if you understand why it's important, then the actual technique involved in hemping your pipes the right way will uh, come out in the wash, as we sometimes say. That's it, indeed. Yeah. yeah. So I think we've already covered this, but there's one quote that really sticks with me, and I've actually written this one down. It says, there comes a point where you need to stop just pulling people out of the river we need to go upstream and find out why they're falling in. <laughs> yeah. That was one from, was it Bishop Desmond Tutu? <laughs> yeah. And, and I actually, uh, that, I, I first heard about that quote in the book Vagabonding and I can't remember the name of the author, but it's a book that Tim Ferriss always recommends. And um, the book is, I mean, it's sort of about wandering around in the world and seeing new things, but the book is rich with, so much really interesting insight, but it, it really struck me. That's what we're talking about with bagpiping because, you know, I think there's a lot of giving students fish out there in the world where, yeah. where, you know, if you have a problem with your pipes, your instructor will just fix it for you. Or, um, or if you're having trouble with your tuning all here, let me tune you up. Uh, so you don't have to deal with it. Or uh, exactly. I think, or even worse, you know, here's a digital tuner that that'll solve all your problems, which, which <laughs> yeah. couldn't really be further from the truth. If you want to really learn about the pipes and, and how to control them and mm. use them to uh, forge your own unique musical voice. And so, uh, yeah, so I, I love that quote. I thought it was a great way to start off the, the book. 
Absolutely fantastic. That's why I've written it down, actually. I might get that tattooed on me at some point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but this is part one where you rethink about how you're learning in general. But then once you've done that, you move on to part two, which is gets into the meat and veg of it, the actual meal of the book where you're talking about achieving bagpipe freedom. Now, there's one particular bit in this that really struck me. This is the first time I've really seen it actually written and down in black and white how to blow a set of pipes what's expected of you physically what you're supposed to be doing and listening for uh, because mm -hmm. i don't think i've ever seen it written anywhere me either never yeah <laughs> uh and there, there's a few things in there the, the first thing is the you know when we were putting together our course for transitioning to the bagpipes at the dojo mm -hmm. um we realized carl and i were in there filming and we realized how are how are people actually supposed to hold the pipes like we i've never been taught that and i've never really had words to describe it and usually you're just sort of in a lesson and you're just kind of helping the student do it uh, and then so i sat down and i sort of uh i sort of thought through the key elements and that's where we came came up with the four points of bagpipe posture which is you really can't do anything unless you're holding the pipes well. And, and so we start with that and, and um, the technique moves forward from there. But it is interesting, isn't it, to have actual instructions. Yeah. yeah. Like well, that's it. you mentioned posture there. You know, I noticed some people play with one shoulder higher than the other. Right. Hunched over, you know, some people stretch back. You know, terrible things that you never really notice. But until mm -hmm. I read it, I go, oh yeah, you know, that happens. You know? And then, um, and I think athletics was a big inspiration for me and, and uh, weightlifting and some of the stuff that I've gotten into more as, as I've gotten older. But uh, one of the big things about athletics is that you'll notice that all form and posture is based on, you know, uh, it's based on, let's say, a ready position or just your body in a nice natural stance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so much that it all starts with that. Um, and then if you look at a bagpiper, if you look at Jack Lee or Stuart Little or, um, you know, any great player, mm -hmm. you'll notice if you just look at their body and you don't look at their instrument, if you just look at their body, you'll notice that it looks totally natural and comfortable and, and there's no contortion or any sort of yeah, weird they're, stuff they're going not struggling on struggling at all no that's it yeah. right and and their body's not weird twisted up into a weird shape so yeah. we need to start we need to start with that with a beginner as well and and we really shouldn't proceed until you know the the bagpipe fits the body as opposed to the other way around that's right it indeed yeah i know and, and i know i think we've talked about it on the show here before about players who are told you have to play a large bag and that's it regardless yeah. of your body size or shape um and you know you have to play a full cane and they have to be your reads are like a two by four you can't blow the thing you mm -hmm. know what i mean uh but those would all be those would all be examples of yeah. not not good advice <laughs> exactly yeah um and that's and it. the reason why and the reason why is not that you, you should never play a hard read. That's not what I'm saying. No. Uh, it's that the read should be the right intensity for you. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like when I play an Inverary, my read is quite hard on the grand spectrum of reads, but mm -hmm. you have to think about what I'm trying to accomplish at this stage 
is much different than what a beginner's trying to accomplish. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and I also have a lot more experience and certainly relative to, let's say a young learner of the bagpipe, my actual strength mm-hmm. to, uh, to blow a hard read, I'm much more capable of that. So, so it all depends, right? It, and, and it, it should all be all decisions and teaching should be with the interests of, you know, helping that person develop control over their instrument. Exactly. Yeah. So we're not going to spoil any more of part two, but honestly, that is where everything is. And there's so much information in there. And we've only just kind of scratched the surface of it, honestly. Uh, But then after part two, you're into part three of the book where it talks about bagpipe freedom applied. So now once you have relearned it, you've applied all of these different methodologies and stuff, now you get to apply your freedom and develop your own voice. This, yeah. honestly, for me, fascinating. And I, I keep going back to read this. Do you know, <laughs> honestly, I really enjoyed awesome. this part. So yeah. how did you find putting this together, this third part? Well, the third part is, uh, is the yeah, but part. Yeah, uh, exactly. If, <laughs> if that makes sense. Because uh, the, I think, yeah. first of all, I think that a lot of people in the bagpipe community have a, negative reaction to uh to the idea of a formula or a method or a um you know uh or like you know hey here we have the answer like and obviously to be skeptical i think is totally normal um and so once we go through all the details of our methodology and our process Mm -hmm. uh it's important it's important to uh to then sort of apply it to real world situations yeah. uh, and illustrate how it works. And so that's really what part three is all about. My favorite chapter to write was the pipe band chapter. I was, I was um, just going to say about chapter, yeah, with the pipe band stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, and for me, the whole, this whole thing was born um, out of necessity uh, when, when I uh, took over the Orrin Moore pipe band in roughly 2008 yeah. Um, where, where I was now in charge of trying to take a band from grade two to grade one mm-hmm. and uh, trying to figure that out. And it was a very turbulent, a very turbulent period of time because I had an idea. Well, I knew what I wanted things to sound like, but how to get there was very challenging. And the yeah. big discovery, the big discovery that, which might seem, you know, I'm sure people will think, well, yeah, obviously, Andrew, that's obviously it, but it took me a while to figure this out, which is uh, it's not the number of band practices that you have with your pipe band that's going to move the needle forward. Mm. It's, the, it's the quality of individual player that you have. And, you and so once we shifted focus from trying to have more band practices and just keep, you know, once we shifted focus to asking the individuals to all increase their level of play mm-hmm. uh, and, and, uh, and flexibility is a big part of that. Uh, like yep. what, you know, coachability and flexibility. Once we ask people to do that, uh, the band very noticeably improved very rapidly. Um, there you go. And apply and, those things and you notice that a sudden, yeah, lift in exactly. standard and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. You know, I'd, honestly, throughout reading all of this book, I have to say it's not a by the numbers sort of pipe band piping instructional. Okay, and it's not something that you would read start to end and expect it to be dots on the page all the time is what I kind of envisage yeah. type in instructionals. There's very little of the dots on the page, although it's in there, 
you know, you do describe the mysteries of dot and cut and all the rest. <laughs> yeah. I think the, uh, the big idea for me, and it's all, this has always been the big idea is that, uh, is that I think that we, when we decide to learn the bagpipes, it's with uh, self expression or uh, it's, it's with expressing yourself in mind. Yeah. So uh, we see the bagpipes and it, and I think for me, certainly it captivated me uh, and, and it captivates people for different reasons. And that's, that's a, you know, mm. so you might be into it for different reasons than me. An example would be, I was, I never really was interested in the bagpipes because of its military background, let's say just as one example. Yeah. Um, and I certainly, certainly when I began, I wasn't that interested in Peabrock yet. Uh, but it was just this, you know, it captivated me. And the promise when you get involved with the bagpipes, that the promise that you think uh, you, you're being made is that it'll be a, an amazing vehicle to express yourself. But then you end up getting stuck along the way where you can't actually achieve that expression that you're looking for. So, so the big idea here is, and, and, and it's like you said, it's, there's not tons of dots on the page here. What I want to do is give people uh, the, uh, the best way of thinking about it to ultimately achieve whatever it is they want to achieve, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. can be different, but the fundamentals are the same regardless of what you're interested in achieving, whether you're a bag ad piper, a P-Rock player, uh, a military marching band style player, solo yeah. player, or even if you just want to play Amazing Grace uh, at your, you know, friend's birthday in a couple of years, and that's really the, you know, the extent of your interest. Yeah. Um, the the fundamental ideas remain the same regardless, um, and and then this book is sort of a roadmap through those those fundamentals. It really is. And um, if anything, Andrew, I hope you don't mind me saying, but it kind of lets you know about you. Personally, there's a yeah. lot of real personal examples of yourself in here. Um, is that something that you kind of deliberately injected into the book, your own personal experiences? I like books. I like books that do that. I think that was part of it. So um, yeah. uh, I, I like books that show how, you know, methods are really derived from personal experience. And that's really it, right? I mean, I think most instructors would be lying if they said, the vast majority of their teaching didn't come from personal experience. Yeah, exactly. uh, and, uh, and I, I also wouldn't want a teacher that's just, you know, transferring information from someone else uh, yeah. to me. I, I would prefer, I prefer it to, and, and I don't really know if there is another kind of teaching, certainly not effective teaching. So effective yeah. teaching is, uh, is the teacher actually helping you understand via their own experience uh, how they've, you know, how they've figured these things out. Indeed. So I have to say, even for those drummers out there who may not be interested, interested in all the pipe and instructional stuff, even if you're just interested in Andrew, you can go and read this book and find out more. <laughs> yeah. I, I, as it turns out, you know, it's funny. Uh, as it turns out, though, 25 years of, of uh, playing all over the world, it, 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 a lot of stories sort of came out of the woodwork. And yeah, and yeah I think they're good. I, I don't think they're too, I don't think they're too self-indulgent either. You know, it's all, no, no. all of the anecdotes uh, are, you know, are related to what we're trying to get across in the book. That's it. They all have a point, definitely, you know, and they're always on point of what that particular topic is in that chapter. So I have to say, I'm a huge fan of this book. Honestly, whenever I got my you know, pre-release copy and I, I sort of 
I've read the first couple of chapters expecting it to be an instructional and found it to be something totally different. And that was a huge surprise. I ended up reading the whole thing after a couple of days. So I think uh, I loved it. Yeah. And I think that's what I, you know, uh, that's what I liked about rhythmic finger work, uh, mm-hmm. which is a, a Jim McGillivray's amazing exercise book. Yeah. But what's funny is most people I talk to, they haven't read the first few chapters of the book. And reading it was so enjoyable. And, um, and anyway, uh, I, the book was written with that in mind, what you're sort of saying, Rab, which is mm-hmm. I, uh, I, wanted, I was picturing Piper's sitting down and actually enjoying reading yeah. about, uh, about how to improve at uh, piping. You know, like the, the font size is nice and um, readable, I hope. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, but then, yeah, mixing some stories in there and, and sort of getting you to think about things in a different way that that's actually entertaining and enjoyable. That's, uh, that's a rare find in the, in the piping world so far, I think. A hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to say with that in mind, we have talked about the content of the book, but guys, we have not really talked about anything that's in the book. There's so much to unpack here. Uh, so yeah, I have to tell you then where can folks go and grab a copy of this and Andrew, when's it coming out? Um, so that we're releasing the book for pre-order starting, uh, this week. And I'm not sure the exact date this will be released, Rab, but, uh, uh, but if you go to bagpipefreedom.com, mm-hmm. uh, the, the pre-order form will be there. And uh, regardless of where you live in the world, you mm-hmm. should be receiving a signed copy the week of July 4th. Uh, wow. if, if all goes well, um, you, uh, and certainly wouldn't be much later than that, but that will be the, um, the only way you can get a signed copy is to pre-order. Uh, you can get paperback or hardcover, which is kind of exciting. Nice. Um, and it's all available at bagpipefreedom.com. There you go. And the 4th of July being the release date with Bagpipe <laughs> Freedom. Was that intentional? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, it was intentional because obviously uh, obviously, July 4th is, is Independence Day here in there the States. Go. But also it has the added bonus. It has the added bonus of slightly annoying our British, uh, our British uh, Ooh, friends see, oh, overseas. Giving a little poke there. Yeah, yeah. just, just kind of like, I, I just, <laughs> I find it, I find it funny thinking about all the British piping teachers over there rolling their eyes at the, <laughs> at the July 4th release, release date. But hey, you know, uh, you can't take, you can't take this stuff too seriously. You, no, you just gotta, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, when should we release the book? Oh, gee, I don't know. What's, and then I was like, wait a minute. July 4th is coming right up. <laughs> so um, Perfect, yeah. Well, as folks are lighting uh, their barbecues and their fireworks, then you'll also be, yeah, down, downloading this book or getting it in hard copy and stuff. Yeah, fantastic stuff. The um, interesting, Interestingly, uh, uh, the audio book version will be included with purchase of the book as well. I was so, going to um, ask you about an audio book. I think this would yeah. work really well as an audio book, you know? Yeah, and I, I'm... I, I'm in the, I'm finishing up recording it myself. So you get to hear this nice smooth buttery voice. I get a lot of uh, flack for how, how uh, I, I don't have a radio voice like you, Rab. Let's say that. Oh much. God. But, no, uh, no, no, no. I disagree there. Yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, if you're doing the audio book then for it. Yeah. Yep. So the audio book is um, almost finished as we speak. And, and uh, on July 4th, it'll become available to anyone who owns the book. So nice. uh Uh, So it doesn't cost any extra money or anything like that. I just, I like 
I like audiobooks quite a bit. So when I'm, yeah, I love them. Yeah. When I'm driving around town or what, what have you. So that'll be available. Uh, that'll be available with the book. I don't think in the short run there, there's not going to be an electronic version of the book. So uh, okay. the hard copy is the way to go. Um, there you are. No, perfect. Uh, so with the book and everything on the horizon, I want to wish you the very best of luck with it. I would really encourage all of our listeners to definitely check it out. And uh, if you're in any way curious at all, you know, take advantage of our ongoing promotion that's happening at the moment with those tailor-made lessons. Uh, we've got a lot of feedback from those, Andrew, saying that they're really invaluable. Folks sign up because they're curious, it's free, and they say, I've got nothing to lose. And then they find, hey, I'm about three weeks into my practice, and I'm suddenly getting better here. You yes. know, it's, it's great to hear that. So are you hearing that as well from your programs? Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's, what, it's what keeps me interested and motivated. Uh, yeah. is that is that we really are seeing incredible results and and it's it's difficult because uh typically our students are not going to go on to become uh double gold medalists yeah. typically typically yeah. not so although i would uh i would love any any aspiring gold medalists out there who'd who'd love to who'd like to experiment with a different approach call me I, i'd love i'd love to have some <laughs> high level players uh, get involved with our basic methodology because sure. I do be- I do believe it could really help. But with that said, uh, mostly beginners and intermediates, uh, they're get they're unsticking themselves and yeah. and they're and they're starting to gain momentum and they're starting to be able to achieve musically what they you know weren't able to do before. And yeah, so it's very very exciting. Yeah, fantastic yeah. stuff. So take advantage of that, folks. It is there now. Uh, TheBigRabShow.com forward slash dojo. There you go. So, Andrew, what's the website again then for folks to pre-order your book again? It's just bagpipefreedom.com. But I'm also, I'm sure we could put a little extra link in the bigrabshow.com slash dojo as well, right? Can we maybe do something like that? Yeah, Of course we can. Yeah, that sounds perfect. There you go. Bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. That's where you go and get it, folks. (laughs) So, Andrew, I have to say, you're an incredibly busy man. And I know you will not sit on your hands for too long. Now this book is out what's the future hold for you guys at the dojo? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to announce it yet. Oh, you're uh, working on stuff then? You've let me see. Uh, well, the next thing I think I'm trying to see if I can give a clue. Ooh. Uh, the next thing on the horizon. Uh, by, let, let's just say uh, there, there, there may be some branching out on the horizon. Ooh. That's all I've got. That's all I've got for now. Because there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Love That's that. That's fantastic. Andrew, honestly, thank you for taking time to chat to us. And yeah, this book is incredible. I do think it will have a big impact on the piping scene, not just in the US, but also internationally, you know, definitely. I hope so. And, and like I said, I hope even if it's, uh, even if, even if we don't convert a lifetime customer out of the book, uh, I hope that it's a valuable addition to your, your bagpiping shelf and something that you can refer to when you're feeling stuck. Definitely, definitely. So congratulations to yourself and Camille, of course, in the production of this book. And uh, yeah, we wish you well. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. I'll chat to you again. All the best. And there you have it. Shout out to Andrew Douglas. Thank you so much for chatting to us here in the podcast. We're intrigued about this diversification thing. Hmm. Yeah. Love to know what's a front 
of us with the dojo. I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, Andrew never sits for too long. He's always got something up his sleeve. So, really looking forward to that. But, yes, in the meantime, this brand new book, Finding Bagpipe Freedom, honestly is incredible. So, go check it out now. Avoid disappointment. Go and have a look at the website. All the details are up there now on the social media and everything. It's... it's I can't describe it bagpipefreedom.com where you go and get it i have to say there's been a comment here actually published on the website where the you can get a copy of the book from richard parks mbe where he says finding bagpipe freedom presents an innovative approach to a staged improvement it really caught his attention and certainly presents ideas in an original way which have proved to have benefited players at all standards now if that's not a recommendation from richard parks mbe then I don't know what is. So go and check that out. Finding Bagpipe Freedom. Definitely going to be worth the investment of your time. And your dosh, of course. But yet yeah, this purchase will certainly stand the test of time. As a point of reference for the you're playing for the rest of your piping career, I dare say. And of course, pre-orders will also be autographed. So yeah, if you want Andrew Douglas's autograph, there's your opportunity. But definitely go and check that out, folks. So there you are. Quite an exciting new release on the piping front. And, uh, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Okay, folks. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. I have to say a huge thank you to everyone who downloads our episodes each and every week. And for those of you who have only just found us, then welcome. Yeah, but... uh, Go and check out the back catalogue. There's a huge wealth of information back there. Also, if you would like to help support the show, you can do. Then go and check us out on Patreon, where we've got tons of extra pipe and content over there. And uh, we've been knocking it over, out of the park over there on Patreon this last while. So be part of the Patreon faithful. Help support the show and get your hands on tons of extra pipe and content. There you are. All right, guys. If you haven't already, please do consider subscribing to the podcast. So no matter where you're listening to us right now, uh, click on subscribe. So each and every week, you'll get a little bang, a little notification to let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. And uh, yes, like we've said all the way through this podcast this week, if you have any thoughts, feelings, comments, anything you would like to raise on what we're talking about on this pod or future podcasts or previous podcasts, our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Dot com is our email address. Plus, of course, we've got Weekly Drone if you do want to do it anonymously, which is thebigrabshow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. There you are. All right. It's mad. Spit out the brick. I was going to say many thanks to our special guest this week, <laughs> Mr. Andrew Douglas. Thank you so much, Andrew, for coming on the show, man. And yeah, it's always great chatting to you. And uh, I'm sure there's a wealth of information available on this brand new release. And I cannot wait for it. Absolutely exciting. I dare say it'll have a huge impact on the piping scene. I'm really looking forward to this. So go and pre-order your copy now. You will not regret it. All right, guys, I am out the door. We will see you here on the Big Rab Show podcast again for more piping goodness next week. Until then, take care. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date 
with all the latest news and views from the piping world, and also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. 